Genesis, the 11th chapter, from verses 1 to 9, the Amplified Classic. And the whole earth was of one language and of one ascent and mode of expression. And as they journeyed eastward, they found a plain valley in the land of Shinar, and they settled and dwelt there. And they said one to another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. So they had brick for stone and slime for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build us a city and a tower whose top reaches into the sky. And let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered over the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do. And now, nothing they have imagined they can do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and there confound, mix up, confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from that place upon the face of the whole earth, and they gave up building the city. Therefore, the name of it was called Babel, because there the Lord confounded the language of all the earth. And from that place, the Lord scattered them abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Bible before breakfast, Mildred Kingsley Gongo here. Good morning. This week, we're still talking about love from the different perspectives. And this morning, I'm very, very delighted to say that I'm going to be talking about love but from the perspective of unity. And this morning, I'm going to be doing it with none other than my baby, Chisom. So this morning, it's Bible Before Breakfast with Mildred Kiksikongo and Chisom Mubudu. So hi, Chisong. Hi, Mama. Good morning, Mama. And thank you for having me again. Okay. So this morning, we're going to be talking about unity, talking about love. I've been talking about love all week with different people. And I find that it's very sad what the body of Christ has become. Oh. How the very thing that we're supposed to stand for is the very thing we are not. Mm. Jesus said that by the love that we show one another, mm. people will know that we're his disciples. Mm. He talked about the fact that that love showed that he was one with the Father mm. and the Father was one with him. And he said, Lord, make them one. Mm. And that very prayer that he prayed before he died, these days, it seems like it's nowhere to be found. There's so much discord. There's mm. so much disunity there's so much enmity there's mm. so much anger there's so much offense mm. in the body mm. so i don't know what perspective you're bringing it to this morning but i'm here all ears and i'm sure everyone else is too so she's not thank you. you thank you ma i am honored to be here again <laughs> and thank you for sharing your platform with me so um i was reading something in proverbs 6 and I'm going to read it here. That's what actually brought about this whole journey of wondering why um, 
um, unity is so important and why discord offends God so much. And I'll read it in message translation, then I'll read in NLT. Proverbs 6, 16 to 19 in message says, Here are six things God hates, and one more that he loathes with a passion. Eyes that are arrogant, a tongue that lies, hands that murder the innocent, a heart that hatches evil plots, feet that wish down a wicked track. A mouth that lies under rose and a troublemaker in the family. I want to read the first four, three lines again. Here are six things God hates. That means one to six, he hates them. And then one more, he loathes with a passion. That's the seventh one. So NLT actually says that that seventh one is a person that sows a seed of discord in a family. And then I was wondering, no mommy. Ah, that hand that kills the innocence will be the person I will lose with a passion. Because <laughs> there are other heavy things here to hate. He just randomly hates these words. Then he went to that, that seed of discord person and passionately hates that one. And I was thinking, like, why those are... Because this innocent person, this person killed is not good. So why? Why is he the one that sold this of discord? I never kill anybody. And I was really thinking about it. And then I learned, or I heard in my heart, that because that was the first sin that was ever committed. I said, sir. And it took me back to mm. the beginning. Mm. That was the strategy Satan used. He carried seed of discord and sowed in Eve. Mm. And the resultant effect was that was of, of that was Adam turning against his wife. Is the woman you gave me. God vexing for them. And the entire beautiful plan that God had scattered. And here we are too. And, and he's still happy. using the, stra the same strategy. Satan is still using it. Sowing seed of discord everywhere. I'm like, oh, wow. Because he really did mess things up from the beginning. Mess things up greatly. And I was like, oh. And then again, I said hearing divide and conquer in my heart. And I went to research because I know I'm not sure it's I'm not sure it's in the Bible, but it sounds scriptural. But I'm not sure. And then I learned that it's a it's a strategy used in war, in battle, to actually win over people. First get them to disagree with themselves, have them go into smaller factions, then you can attack and conquer. So before you can conquer, you have to divide first. I say, ah, Satan is doing work. <laughs> Interestingly, that was the same principle that God used in Genesis 11, mm -hmm. in the same scripture I read. Mm -hmm, These mm -hmm. people came up with a plan. And ordinarily, if this unity that they had was to do mm -hmm. something that was favorable, mm -hmm. God said, these people, mm -hmm. the people is one. In fact, King James, mm -hmm. King James made me laugh when he said, the people is, is one. one. Because when you say they are, it kind of looks like there are many. Mm. This one says they is one. They have yes. become one. No matter how many they are, you see them as one. Mm. And God said these people are singular. And there's nothing they imagine to do. As far as it enters their heart and their unison, it will mm. happen. And so God said the only way is to divide and conquer. Mm. How do we do that? Make them stop hearing mm. each other. And that's mm. where it starts. And that's why mm. that sowing seed of the squad mm. speaking, that, mm. it's, it's always about the words. Mm. And God said, if we can get them to stop 
hearing each other. So someone is saying something, another is saying another thing, mm. another is saying mm. another thing. Mm. It messes everything up. And so from that point on, they were divided. Now, mm. on the day of Pentecost, when God wanted to bring them back together, mm. God said, you know what? Let's speak, speak language. language and let people start to hear themselves. Mm. Once they start to hear themselves, they come back together again. Mm. So that strategy of divide and conquer Mm. was actually a principle that God had already used. Yes. Mm -hmm. Once they once they separate into small mm. small factions, then mm. you can disperse them. Mm. And that, like you said, is what said because you know, mm. I needed to say that because Satan doesn't create anything. Mm. Lest as you said that somebody mm. say, Oh, mm. Satan finally has something he came up with. No. Satan doesn't create anything. What he does is he perverts mm. what's already in existence. God creates everything and everything God made is good. Satan comes and now tries to mess it up. God used that strategy because mm. the people needed to be restrained. Mm. So he said, let's scatter their language. However, Satan has taken that principle and he's using it in the church today. Mm. There's so much disunity. Mm. If you don't cover your head, you're not going to heaven. Another set says, if you don't wear trousers, you're, if you wear trousers, you are going to hell. Another one says, oh, if you wear earrings, you're going to hell. Another one, it's all, yes. we're all messed up. And I think it's distracting us. From the real real thing, real thing, yes, real thing, and I, God emphasizes on unity quite a lot in the Word. Everywhere you turn, if thine eyes be single, yes. your whole body will be filled with light. How beautiful and amazing and amazing it is when brethren gather together in unity. And I was reading that and I was like, this oil that is flowing now is supposed to touch everywhere, but if there's this, there's a there's discord mm -hmm. somewhere, there'll be a break in transmission. Exactly. So it will, some people we know now get. Yes. So the people up we now get, mm -hmm. they will now start glowing. Those down will now be annoyed. They were all standing together. Jealousy will now come. Oh, this, division. <laughs> yes, then conquering. Has happened. Has happened. Because once he has divided, divided. Yes. He will and it talks a lot, even in the book of Acts, when um, uh, the Greeks came together with the Jews, when Africa, the Ethiopian eunuch, with Philip, with everybody, God ensured that different sects were getting the same message to establish unity. It is so important, unity. So now the thing is, now that we know unity is so important, do you have any ideas on how we can change? Because somebody's there listening mm, and saying, mm, yo, mm, everything is messed up. Mm, right? you know, it's mm, not me that's going to now change things. Mm. But I believe that there's a word for somebody this morning yeah. in all that we're saying. Because in your little sphere, are you, like Satan, constantly dividing to try to conquer? You are in a department mm. and you hear so you know something is not working with someone instead of having a meeting where everyone is there and saying oh this is what i feel i don't think this works you go to a and say hmm mm. do you see what b is doing i don't really like it even though i'm z i don't think that b has the right to do what he did and then a says oh hmm, i don't know about that so but you know what c also told me mm. And so they make, they, they can't, you know, it, it just makes a mm. mess of everything mm. Jesus died for. Mm. And so I'm, I'm wondering this morning, mm. what are practical steps that someone can take to ensure that they do not find themselves mm. in a position where they are either creating disunity or they're mm. part of mm. dividing mm. and enabling mm. that kind of thing, especially whether in family, mm. whether in church, mm. whether in the mm -hmm. office, mm -hmm. because people do it everywhere. Mm. So what can someone do? 
this morning? What decisions can someone make this morning before they have any breakfast? Mm -hmm. What decisions can they make this morning and say, this is what I'm going to do. I recognize that I'm this kind of person. So what mm -hmm. do I do to stop this? Uh, first of all, I think, let me start from the person who is who probably enable the discorder, for lack of a better word. I like to think of what Eve should have done. You know, don't tolerate that conversation. Did God say, shut up and go away? Like, before you even complete the sentence, don't even say that. If I gather people, yes, gather people, other people, and say, come on, hear what? Don't say that. Or did you hear what? Hey, hey no, before you complete it, hey, come, let's have this conversation. So we're not saying it behind your back. So is this what really happened? So how do we address it? So if you cannot sit in front of it, sir, please don't kindly do not tell me. Thanks and God bless. You know? And as for the, the discorder, the moment you identify yourself as somebody with the potential to sow a seed of discord, just run to the Holy Spirit for help. Because that's the serpentine spirit working on wow. you. Oh yes. Oh yes. And he's using you to uh, fulfill his agenda. So the moment you sense that, ah, I want to go and talk to somebody now about what A did. How about you go and tell A first? Mm. How about that? How about that? A, this thing you did, see what I think, oh, I don't think. No, before you tell B, tell A. If A does not agree, you pray about it and move on. But the temptation, temptation to actually want to start talking about it might come up. But pray about it and move on. Confront A and move on. But try not to talk about it. Don't allow serpentine spirits to rule you. That's what I actually think. That's what I actually think can be done. And another thing, if I might add, is I feel like Satan actually does talk about distractions and, some, and just blows things out of proportion, mm. you know, that would now want to enable disunity. For example, offense. Mm. Just let it just let it go. I promise you, it's not as big as you're imagining it. Mm. It's really not. He just wants you to think it is. Then you will now have a strife. And you know what strife does to a body. Mm. Then this one will now mm -hmm. mm -mm. Just let it go. Mm. Just literally let it go. Okay. That's it. So this morning, I'm hearing a lot of things. So I'm going to try to tie it down. Number one, don't be the one that sows discord. If you mm. find that you have the potential to be that person, Go to the Holy Spirit and say, take this out of me. Number two, if you're the kind of person who may not sow discord, but you enable mm -hmm. someone who will sow discord, end the conversation before it even starts and encourage that person mm -hmm. to have that conversation with the actual person they're offended against or the person that they're planning to bring down or whatever their plan is. Number three, if you find that you are the kind of person who... Um, is already harboring some bitterness, some envy, some jealousy, whatever it is, address it before mm. it festers. Mm. So immediately. immediately address it before it festers. And if you find that it's already getting to that place, maybe you should take a look, a second look and say, is this thing really as bad or am I imagining things? And like you said, mm. it's never mm. really as bad. It's not that deep. Mm. Okay, so good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Bongo and Jason Mobodo.